Hi, and welcome to the Vulnerable Podcast, where our hosts, Chris and Russ, discuss difficult topics live with their respective gaming communities on Facebook Gaming and Twitch. While they are not mental health professionals, they are truly passionate about allowing themselves to be vulnerable and having honest and open conversations about what some would consider taboo, such as how a tragedy or a broken relationship can inspire tremendous growth. While they understand some topics might be triggering for some, and that is not the intention, it is something they are aware of and sensitive to. From this place, they share their life experiences as well as practical strategies to overcome or embrace these circumstances in an effort to demonstrate that these conversations are vital for growth and healing. If you'd like to reach out to the show, please email Russ and Chris at vulnerablepodcast2 at gmail.com. That's vulnerablepodcast, the number two, at gmail.com. Welcome on in, everybody. Welcome. Episode five of Vulnerable. Tonight, we're talking about success. Right? Is that what we're doing? That's what we're doing. Is that, is that our thing? Yeah? Okay. Um, so, where to start with this one? Because uh, we were talking a little bit before the podcast, and while I know that we both have successes in our lives, 100% that we are both proud of, and just like, you know, it's kind of our go-to, like, yeah, I'm super proud of this. Um, I'll speak for myself. Um... But success is something that I have a hard time accepting. Now, what's going to be funny through this like conversation is going to be there's moments where I'm going to have successful moments and I'm going to feel like, yeah, of course, you know, my ego's there and I, I, I'm feeling it. There's so many more moments where any amount of success makes me cringe and I want to go hide and die in a corner. So we're starting here. We're just, we're just starting just right here, just jumping right into it, right there. Well, normally we start with the de- definitions, but I was just sort of setting the stage. But yeah, let's let's at least let's at least start with definitions and go from there. Success. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, for me, um, it's basic. It's the achieving of some set goal. You know, the achievement, the culmination of the hard work set in, the hard work that has been put in for a goal for something you wish to accomplish to uh, achieve success. And it can be deliberate or not so much. That's true. You can, you can screw your way up into success happens. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Okay. I don't have anything else to add. I mean, that's pretty, (laughs) it's a pretty solid um, explanation. The only thing I would maybe add, I suppose, a little bit is what is that measure of success? But that depends on the person and, and what you're doing. But so, yeah, I mean, you said it perfectly. Oh, look the, at that. It's, the, it's reaching a goal, right? So, so where do you want to start with this? So we got our definition out of the way within like a minute. Because, I mean, how, how, how long can we linger? So, like, when we're talking about the other topics... Yeah, we kind of linger around it, meander a little bit, but in the end, with this one, it's like, okay, there's only so much picture you can paint for the freaking word success, right? Yeah. And and we, so where does that we've put done us? that. So 
Well, let me, I guess, let me start here just for the, okay. I mean, people who know us know this, but just for the sake of saying, then what this is not is a bragging session. This is not, you know, I mean, wait, wait, to brag wait, 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 it's not, look at us. We're so wonderful. We're so awesome. We're so this, because as previously said, I would rather go and hide and die in the corner than you then to talk about anything like this. So, bah. So this, out of all we've discussed, is more out of our comfort zone, <laughs> which is probably a shame. But it is a shame. This actually. is this is more outside of our comfort zone than self doubt, vulnerability, uh, self care, loneliness. This mm-hmm. is yeah. But um, so I just you know just for the sake of setting a baseline, that this is not you know we're not tooting our own horns. We're not. Um, and you know, have having an overinflated sense of self. This is not what this is. But yeah, but we will be talking about our successes. <laughs> that's, we will. That's what we and have to as do. painful as that might be. Well, no. I okay. Hold on. This is that's bullshit because I there are things I'm I I feel like in my life that I am successful and I'm proud of it and I will shout it from the rooftops because I worked my ass off to get whatever the hell it was. You know, do something, accomplish a thing. Um, I wonder for, cause I'm trying to think what is it about that that I'm okay with, but there's other successes and moments where I can, like we talked about already. So I guess, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a way to, to navigate this piece because it, it's like this weird dichotomy right like on the one hand we're proud of some things on the other hand we want to just crawl away so how do we unpack that whole thing in order to really explain what where we are with success and and things in our lives that have made us successful or whatever the fuck you know what i'm trying to say well i think that um i think that the i guess the conversation about success where that comes from kind of determines our response to your Mm -hmm. point i've done some things i'm like yo this is the best thing ever i want to tell everybody but if you tell me that i'm going to tell you no i hate it don't say it perfect you just nailed it you want to be your own representation and if somebody dares say a word anything outside of what i'm willing to state in public that's it that's it i think i think you just nailed it that's where okay, so let's walk through that then. So, so, so some of it because I have a great example of this. I mean, I I'm gonna tell myself big time with this one, but go ahead. Oh, this should be fun. I mean, well, for me, it's um, well, I don't like it. I don't like. I guess I can't say that, but in some senses, I don't like attention. But I'm a guy in front of people doing stuff. Yeah, whatever. But. You know, I'm like, I'm just kind of low key. Just I do what I need to do, and and that's that. And just mm-hmm. that's it. I don't really even know anything else. I just do what I'm supposed to do. If it's great, great. If it's not, tell me so I can fix it. And then I'm moving on. You know. And yeah. so I, you know, I'm not really in a lot of in things that I'm doing. I'm not so much looking for people to tell me how great it was. You know, or how mm-hmm. awesome it was. I'm just doing what I do. Because that's what I do. Right. Uh, and then when it comes back, for for example, I guess I need to go into an example first. Um, go for it. I am um, at work, at my job. 
Um, I've worked in the same department at this organization since 2013. And um, it was never my intent to be here as long as I was going to be here. As a matter of fact, there was a situation one time where I, (laughs) I was upset. I was so upset that I wrote my resignation letter on my phone and all I needed was a date. That's all I needed. I was so upset. I wrote it and was going to give it to them the next day. Clearly, wow. clearly I didn't. Um, yeah. And so, um, and then and in the way the department was set up, there was no chance for growth. The only way I could grow is if my supervisor resigned. You know, mm-hmm. that was the only way that I could grow and I could grow up to the supervisor position. And then that was it. Because the next uh, position up from that was based in Los Angeles. And so... And that was the assistant to the CEO. You don't just do that. <laughs> you don't just right. go from here to here and then you assist the CEO because then the next position. You could. You could. But, you know, not five years in when the person who's been there has been there 30 years. So Well, uh, I mean, those moments, I don't know, the tenure needs, needs like matters all that much. So. Well, in this particular organization, yes, it does. It did, okay. It, it means a whole lot. And then I wasn't moving to L.A. There's the flip side of that. Wow, um, yeah. So the, say, moving, know, ha- moving literally across the country, yeah. Yeah, so there's that. So my supervisor resigned. Okay, I was completely caught off guard when we found out. And guess who was next in line? It was me. And I was like, I mean, okay, fine. And is and so then I had a conversation with my now with my boss now, and mm-hmm. and the president of our division, and they went through the reasons why they selected me. I hated every second of it. I was just like, listen, I I didn't do all of this for that. I only did this because it needed to be done. And mm-hmm. so, you know, even though it, some of this was outside of my job description, some of this was not my responsibility. Some of this I probably shouldn't have done because I've caused problems now that I got to deal with because now people expect us to do this and then eh, fine. But, you know, here we are. And so I didn't do that for recognition. It's to the point now that they've actually started a new um, talent program for high performing employees. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm in that program. I didn't ask for that. You know, I was just like, oh, oh, well, okay. They were like, you're not excited like I am. I just, I wasn't expecting that because this is not my purpose for doing that. I'm terribly excited, but I just, that's not why I do what I do for somebody to say, hey, you're awesome. Hey, you're great. I'm just, I come, I I, I hold myself to a particular standard and I just try to live at, at least at that standard and whatever else is whatever else. I mean, there was another, another time where, um, I saved the company twenty thousand dollars because I did something and did something myself that they would have had to pay somebody for, right? And it was just all this great thing. I'm like, look, I just edited a few videos. I mean, it was fifty, but I did a few videos and <laughs> just a few fifty, whatever. <laughs> you know, what are and, what are numbers and words, right? right? They mean nothing. And 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 that was it. And so the biggest thing I I think for me is I'm not doing it for recognition. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, sure I might. Su- I might be succeeding in it, but I'm not doing it for you to recognize that I succeeded. And so then when you tell me now mm-hmm. I got, now I don't like you because I really don't want to know that that's what it is. Cause I, that's, you know, I want to succeed. I want to succeed, but mm-hmm. I, I don't want you to tell me that I've succeeded. I just want to know that I've succeeded and then kind of go on. And there's a flip side to that, that I will wait for. That I, <laughs> the opposite side. Yes. Well, I want to I want to walk through something too. I was thinking about when you 
for talking about it because I wonder if it's something because I wonder if we're conflating two things when we talk about success versus credit, right? Because like, you know, there are mile markers, milestones, whatever the hell you want to call them, where we have these things that we've talked about that we consider successes, but the taking credit for job well done while technically a success, a small versus a large, whatever, are we, are we kind of conflating those two things a little bit? Because I mean, it's important to talk about like, I mean, again, why don't, why can't we, meaning you and I like take credit for shit. I'm not saying we have to, you know, you know, do a whole, uh, you know, a whole thing about it. Like, you know, well, I think dance it's... about it, but still, like, there's there's got to be a way to accept credit for stuff, be okay with it, not want to crawl into a hole and die. Um, but that's that's a, that's next to impossible. I, I, I never mind. I don't think we're conflating it. I think it works. Okay, I had to I had to walk through that uh, verbally. And I think some you. of I think some of it too is at least for like, and for me. Sure, I, the taking credit for is a. It's a it's a train because we're leading we're getting to the success thing. So you mm-hmm. did this, you did this, you did this, you did this, and so you succeed here. So, but just don't tell me. Just I really don't care. Just don't tell me. I'm good. <laughs> well, you do care. I mean, you, you I, care. You're right. I do. But yeah. I'm like because then the flip side is because then if you don't tell me now now I'm feeling all in, all unappreciated because you clearly don't see what I'm doing because you haven't said anything. So there's that piece of it that we can get into which either is a conversation for today or another time but there is a flip side to mm. that also let me also post this too this is not a unique thing like none none of what we bring up is meant to in any way be unique because to be honest with you like the crap that we're talking about especially now i know there's people in in both of our chats that are like i don't i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> because they, it's the same thing everywhere. Who who have you known that you've been close with in any way, shape, or form has ever been able to really take and accept gratitude, like, you know what I'm saying, like accolades, whatever. Like, it's hard. It is. And one of the things that was said to me, which which will – I'm not going to tell, tell the story now because it's, it's not time for it. One of the things that was said to me um, – by uh, by my my wife Chippos. When people are complimenting you or saying something about you, they're they're doing it in the way for themselves because they want to express to you what they feel about you. Like it validates them in the sense that like here's this person I care about, and I want to see succeed, and they've succeeded. So I'm going to let them know because I'm another voice who cares about this person. So in the sense, it is very much about the person telling the compliment. But in the moment, I don't have that perspective. I have that yucky feeling of, I don't want to hear this shit. Don't tell me I did well. You know, I'll sit and listen to criticism all day long. But if you have nice words to say about me, take a hike, Jack. I don't want nothing to do with you. Sorry. I mean, it's the strangest thing. It's the, it's the strangest thing. As much as we sometimes want this encouragement this you know thing that you notice what i'm doing yeah then we don't no so where do we go with that one like was that actually that question is is probably more better towards the end yep 
Where do we go? Yeah, so so it's story time. Story, time. story time. Yes. Since you kicked it off, I'll um I'll tell something really uncomfortable. I'm gonna hate the shit out of this. Because this 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 both is something I'm actually really proud of and also very embarrassed to talk about. Yes. Oh, I when I when I got clean years ago and I got back to the workforce, my goal was to get back to the company that I had worked for originally. This is a good career path. It was a place I knew well. So for the longest time, I um for the longest time I wanted to get back there so I could re- like restart my career track with this company. Um I worked for a number of years at this other company and finally, finally, after applying so many times, I got, I got in and I, I made sure that like when I got to this role, I was going to bust my ass because I had a goal in mind. I wanted to move into a leadership role. Like I had kind of been sitting there thinking, well, I can move into this or I could do client management or I could do this analyst position or whatever. But no, I really would like to move into a leadership role. And I told my uh leadership that at the time and they were like okay cool we'll we'll work with you so you know once you get up to speed so the first year i spent getting up to speed learning the job because it did take about a year to really get comfortable with the job is um you know it's not uh not rocket science but just the ins and outs of all the little things to know about you know the job took a long time that next year i busted my ass every day I was taking on more responsibilities constantly. I was trying to to build relationships with the client where there was none and repair relationships where we had screwed up before. Um, this was my focus, my primary thing. So, was it January of 2018? Um, this is kind of a funny story within a story. So, I... Chippo tells me, hey, we, we should go to the eye doctor. I haven't been to the eye doctor in years. I don't wear glasses. But she's like, you know, it's been years. You haven't been to the eye doctor. Let's go to when I go to my appointment. It's like, okay. So it was like a work day. It was like a Thursday or something like that. And um, she's like, it's at noon. I said, okay, well, fine. You know, pick me up from work because we only have the one car. So she picks me up from work. And she's like, hey, let's go have lunch first. I'm like, okay, where do you want to go? She's like, I don't know. What do you want? I'm like, I guess pizza's fine. She's like, okay, good. Because I, uh, I got us a table at this pizza place. What? What are you talking about? You got a table at a pizza place. What the fuck are you on about? She's like, no, no, no. I already ordered for us. I'm like, we're going to the eye doctor. We don't have time for this. What is happening? <laughs> I was I was starting to get concerned. I'm like, what are you doing? So we're driving. We're driving kind of slow. She gets lost. Long story short, we get to this place. My entire work crew is there. My boss, our director, and the six employees plus the three folks that work from home are all here. It's this big celebration. So my company has this thing where we're actually two companies in one and there's over 300 and some odd thousand employees. Okay. The division that I work for is about 165,000. There's this thing every year where you can nominate somebody who's done an outstanding job and this, that, or the other. Um, They have up to about 5,000 nominations and only 300 people get awarded this thing. I was awarded this thing. Nice. And it's a very big fucking deal. They don't, they, they, they take it very seriously. The entire leadership. Um, so it was a trip to Vegas. Every year they pick a new place. This happened to be Vegas. Um, they put us up at the Aria, which is, which is nice enough. It was a nice place. Um, and all of this company's leadership, every single executive, except for maybe one or two, 
wasn't there. I mean, was there to greet us, to bring us in, to handhold us, to check us into the thing. I mean, they made this a whole big goddamn event. Three days worth of like activities and all to celebrate the work that we did. Nice. Talk about 300 people who don't want to be somewhere getting that kind of uh, thanks and, and, and accolades. I mean, it was super awkward. Every table, they sit every group with like one of the executives so they can sit there and, and, and talk and tell you all the things they think about you. It was disgusting. It's awful. Like, what is happening here? But it was, it was an amazing event. I mean, it was incredible. They, they, I mean, to say they rolled out the red carpet for us would be an understatement because they literally rolled out the red carpet for us during one of the few events that we had. I mean, it was a whole long thing. I have pictures I can show you. It's really, it's awful. Um, <laughs> I am both proud of that because of the work that I did to to do the thing, to get a, that sort of a, award. But I'm also really uncomfortable even having this conversation. Like I'm starting to feel like kind of warm, like my, my face is heating up a little bit because I just hate to bring this up. So there's that thing of like, I'm I'm glad that it happened, but also... No. You know? And I know you do. As you sit there smiling. I'm telling the podcast audience, I'll uh, do a play-by-play. -play. Hammer is looking down at the floor. He's not quite sure what to say next, folks. Deep breath. Well, 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 uh, I hate it there. I wasn't even mm -hmm. there. And I no, there. you would have. You would have hated every goddamn minute of it. And loved it at the same time. Of course. And met and some amazing the, people. And and that's the thing, right? You know, and, and I think I think with that, um in talking about success, I think some of it did I'm sorry, with, can I do something that's gonna embarrass me real quick? This do is it. for the Twitch this is for the Twitch audience. This is not for podcast audience, sorry. Hold on one second. So just to show you that I'm actually like proud of this, I still have the statue that they nice. I still have it. It's up here with all the other shit on a shelf. So I actually am proud of it, and I and I do keep it displayed. Nice, and so, as you should, right? I, you think so? I, I will say I think some of this um, deals with how we were raised, also. Well, yeah, we can. I mean, mm. I, I and I, I think that's a major part of it. You know, you do what you do, and that's it. You know, mm -hmm. you, you're we're, we're taught, you know, not to be. Um, it's not that you're proud, but again, again, it's, like I said before, it's not to be boastful. You know, to be big headed or be whatever. So I, I think, again, I can talk about Russell. I know, um, in my mind, in my mind only, I'll say it that way. Um, it's like. I want to stay humble. Yes. You know, I want to stay humble, but I do know in sometimes trying to be humble that I will downplay things that I've done just for the sake of not appearing to be anything besides humble. Cause that's, you know, that's just, that's just my goal. I don't want to, come off as being anything else but you know i'm just a guy and i've said it time i'm just a guy trying to help if i nod my head anymore i'm gonna sprain my neck 
<laughs> just letting you know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, you know, I just do what I do. Uh, what's the other one? I do what I can. That, that's the one. Mm. Well, you know, you did so and so and so. You know, I just do what I can. I just, that's it. I just do what I can, and then I keep it moving. And so, I think, I think, but in that, what do we, what, what are we doing to ourselves though? It's well, I mean, hell, I, I can go on forever. I know. Here's the here's the really annoying part. Knowing yourself well enough to know why you do and say the things you do and yet continue to do them. I would in some moments rather be not self-aware than self-aware because it makes it that much more painful. When you when you know what you say to people as we've t- talked about before gives them this image of you that that they will then respond to. Not the all the other shit in your head that you're actually thinking, but the stuff that you qualify for, like the qualify, like you were just talking about, like it's this, it's this really difficult thing to know yourself well enough to know you're incapable of accepting certain things, but also in the same moment, not being able to do it. Like you have to make, I have to make that concerted effort and it's a concerted effort. You and I have talked just one-on-one and had uncomfortable moments of like, stop talking about me. We're not doing this right now. This isn't chat. Shut up. But it's what we do because, I mean, we are friends. We do care about each other's successes and want to be there to support, you know, when failures happen and all the other shit in between. Um, And, you know, if Hammer does something that is impressive and amazing, which is, you know, every day for him... um, You got that one. You got that one. I okay. I, I'll I'll give you that one. Just know your turn is coming. No one understand that your turn is coming. But okay, you you slid that one in there. You got it. Mm-hmm. You, you got podcast that one. audience. I'm gonna turn this over to Hammer because I can't stop <laughs> giggling. Uh huh. You 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 got that one. You 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 got that one. But it's it's. Yeah. I hate it here. I know. But it's 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 it's. it's it's just weird. Uh, it's really just an odd space. I mean, I guess story time for me. Everybody knows. Well, most people know. Um, at the beginning of the year, um, I started this push for uh, subscribers over on Facebook. We did. We we did that thing. So for you need two hundred and fifty viewers, returning viewers over two weeks. So that means they need to. Be, Sunday to Saturday, they need to be in your stream for at least one minute. The following week, they need to come back to your stream and be there for at least a minute. Now, mind you, the channel has grown since then. Wonderful. But if anything, we were just at a thousand followers over on Facebook. So that means a quarter of them had to come back. A quarter of them. Now, we don't do metrics as much as we should because it's, it, it's just what it is. But sometimes looking at viewers and you see five, I'm like, yeah, I'm not supposed to get to 250. <laughs> yeah. And I see, oh, look, there's seven. How great. You know, as I'm at hour six <laughs> mm-hmm. in the stream, and I'm like, how, you know, fine, whatever. And so we we work, we work, we work. I got yelled at for a number of things, a number of questionable choices that we won't discuss. Um, mm-hmm. During that time, I said we won't discuss. 
Um, you sure we shouldn't discuss it? And, yep, we're not discussing. Okay. We'll um, I, 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 yep, I said what I said. Um, and so March, it happens. You know, we're playing Invictus. I'm, well, I'm not playing. I'm not really playing Invictus, honestly. Um, but she I'm hadn't. just pressing. But she I'm hadn't. Just, <laughs> Sorry. It's horrible. <laughs> I'm just pressing buttons at this time because I'm, re- I'm not even really focused on the game. Because people are coming in, everybody's in doing this, doing this, yada, yada, yada. 252 is, or 253 is where we land. It's awesome. Great. Yeah. You know, we're ecstatic. Finally, I can chill because this was a rough push. I mean, I mean, since we're there, I mean, there was that one night that I streamed way too long. You? Yeah. Way too long. I started at like nine. I ended at like five in the morning, and then I had to go to work the next day. Are you kidding me? And yeah, that was a real thing. God. You all didn't know about it. I I got yelled at by everybody. Well, I'm gonna yell at you um, too. Um, How could you just later? Ridiculous. <laughs> I was trying to finish the level. I did beat the level. Yeah, thank God. I finally beat the level, but mm-hmm. it was five in the morning. I didn't sleep. Because uh, I couldn't, and then I got up, went to work, and the next day worked all day. I was going to go home, but something happened. I didn't so fine, whatever. So yeah, I, I dealt with that the next day. We're, we're good. I, I did a whole stream about it. But okay, so we got it. We've unlocked subscribers. People are before I can even get it set up. People are asking. Um, I finally get it set up. As soon as I hit save, six subscribers come through. I just happen to have stream that's up, and it scared me because alerts are going off. They're not ready. It's the wrong alerts. All <laughs> kind of stuff is happening. Yeah, and everybody's like, "Dude, you deserve this." I'm like, "Why? <laughs> what makes me any different than Joe Blow, who streams, I don't know, whatever, over on that channel over there? Well, why? Why is it that I deserve it and he doesn't? Mm-hmm. Why is it that I deserve it, but you didn't say that about her? What? What is that? And I, I'll be honest, I struggled with that for a long time. Like. You know, it's something that I wanted, mm-hmm. you know, that was, and I succeeded. Right. Great. You know, I couldn't do it without other people, but I do have to stream. I do have a part in that. I, I mean, you can't. <laughs> I should say so, yeah. <laughs> right. You, you you can't return to a stream that doesn't happen. So, mm-hmm. you know, I get it. I put in the time. I put a lot of things on hold because I was. I was streaming every day, sometimes several times a day for longer periods. Those were some of the longest streams I've ever done in my whole entire life that I will probably never, ever do again. Because eight hours playing Invictus, like literally my ring finger. for eight minutes. Or it's my soul to watch it. Yes. My, My ring finger, literally like right here, was numb from holding the controller Sir, so tightly trying to, I'm like literally, I couldn't feel it, but I was determined to get to Kamek. Fine, but I, I, I just, I got the thing that I wanted. Yeah. But even in that, you can't. At, why do I deserve it? What makes me any different than anybody else? Sure, anybody else could have put the time in, and I mean, and what made it even more so was. On the last night, because it was a Saturday night, I was doing this last push because we were, like, right there. Mm-hmm. We were, like, 240, whatever. So, I'm like, listen, we can do this. People are, they're tagging people. They're they're taking people's phones. And 
it's a, that's from what I, I they're remember. Talking, they're taking, yeah, they're, they're taking people's phones and coming in at the stream and doing a whole vibe because there was a link that you could click for last week. You watch that, you come back, watch this week. You, it it does or does not work. I don't know, right. but I was like, hey, it can't hurt. So they're saying, hey, I took my wife's phone, I took my mom's phone, took my auntie's phone, <laughs> my uncle, my cousin, my my whoever. So that's just taking people's phones, mailman and devices. You know, hey, hey, you dude, come here. You got a phone? Yeah, come <laughs> here. I need you to watch this stream. For the, you, you got five minutes. Come I was over here. Say two minutes. Yeah. You know, just they're just random people, and you know, sure. And then all all the streamers are in. It's all kind of it's all kind of stuff coming. I'm like I'm and I'm stoked about it. But then I'm like, but why me? Can I ask you a question? Yes. Why not you? Maybe. Like, I mean, I'm not being obnoxious when I ask this question. Like, so you mentioned all these other people. Why did they deserve it more than you do? I mean, you put the time in. You made the effort. I mean, I listen, if I were in your shoes, I would feel how you feel. So I get it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not being uh, argumentative. I'm just trying to say, like, what is it about us that feels that way of... Like, why does that person deserve it more than I do? Why can't we both also, like, deserve it equally and I just happen to get it? Again, I think it's, I think it's, I think some of it is upbringing. I just, and for me, I know that I've had self-esteem issues. I know that. And so. I would know nothing about that at all, sir. (laughs) Of course you would. And so, Russell is not that great. You know, he's just some, even though I would say otherwise, he's just this average guy. I, I, I'm being careful. This is... So, you got to hear me out. I'm here. I'm I know listening. where you are, and I think I know what's happening, so you, you got to hear me completely. In my mind, in my mind only, in a portion of my mind, let me put it that way, just an average guy. I'm just... I just... Again, like I said, I just do what I do. I help out where I can. It's nothing extraordinary. It's, it's, it's just what it is. And so, since I'm just... I'm just such an ordinary guy ordinary people don't need extraordinary stuff mm. you know ordinary, ordinary people they just go to an ordinary job they drive an ordinary car they have an ordinary family and everything just ordinary it's just regular it's just standard right. you know but I do understand that invulnerable you and I we have impact on people beyond what we even know so we do things that are extraordinary you know, Ew, we why just a phrase are, like that? Because I said what I said. No. Um, you know, you know, even you know, even this guy that's with me, he does amazing things. I mean, how many times has he, has he talked me off the ledge? Right. That one. That one over there. I, I don't. Uh-huh. You're pointing the wrong yeah, way on my yeah, screen. <laughs> I don't care. I'm. I'm I, assume, right I mean, unless there's somebody next to you. I mean, I don't want to take credit. I don't have an ego. <laughs> no, no. But I mean, but. An incredible human, an incredible human being who, I don't know what my life would be had I not met. Okay, I got it. That was my turn. Nice. Got it. And so, um, yeah. But I'm like, I have to come to the realization that I'm not just a, I'm not just a regular person, right? I, I've influenced people that I don't know. I've had an impact on this. You know, I do this, I do that. It's wonderful. I have to, I have to just understand that that's a thing, mm-hmm. because then once I f- and fully accept it, that's the other part. Fully accept that, because then that will help alleviate the fact that I don't deserve. 
or the thought, it's not a fact, the yeah. thought that I don't deserve because I, again, diminish my self-worth or just my worth. I do that myself. Yeah. And since I'm not worth it, then that's why I don't deserve. But in actuality, it's me. It's 100% me who have put myself in that situation that then I get yelled at for, for obvious reasons mm, and yeah. many reasons. So that's, so, so, so that's that. Okay. That's, that's that. That's that. <laughs> Hard stop. Yeah. I, I, I get all of that. I, I mean, again, we've talked about this. We've gone round and round about it. Um, I, I think as we talk about this, and, and kind of unpack it a little bit more. The more I think about it, like, it is really crappy when somebody's trying to, like, genuinely... Because we, we have a trolling community, both of us. Um, both a larger community we belong to and our and our own. Who, who like to say really nice and, you know, gross things. I mean, they're, they're meaningful and they trust me. But they also, those, these amazing people know how it makes us feel. So they do it on purpose. But in, in those moments... <laughs> They are being serious to a large degree and also in the moments when they're not kidding around, they're trying to say it. What does our reaction say to those people that are trying to tell us the things that are meaningful to them about us? I mean, ultimately, because I think in a sense, when we, when we do it, when we, when we diminish ourselves or whatever it is they're talking about, in a way, we're sort of diminishing that part of our relationship with that person. It's like, look, I'm just trying to give you a compliment. Why do you have to turn it into this whole other thing? I don't know. I'm broken. What do you want from me? I'm, I'm a broken toy. This is this is what you get, <laughs> you know? Um, it's, it's hard to keep that piece into perspective because you really can accidentally insult somebody who's trying to have a meaningful moment with you. And because you we're just these uncomfortable whatever... It creates these, you know, types of issues. Well, I think that's a, and I don't even know if this is the right phrase, but I'm going to say it. I think that's a two-way street. Okay. Um, That's not the right phrase, but that's what we're going yeah, whatever. with. Um, because especially those who know us, um, in knowing us, they know how we are. And so... I think to somebody who know, somebody who knows us, um, hopefully, they understand where we're coming from, you know. So they take what we're saying, you know, the, you know what we're saying in the in the context of, thank you, but I don't want to hear it mm-hmm. because I don't like it. Whereas somebody we don't know might be like, "You're the rudest person I've ever met." Because you can't take a compliment, so I think some of that <laughs> is contextual. You know, you know, you for example, you knowing how I feel. If I tell you, if you say you're a great person, I tell you that I hate you. You know what that means, right? Because we have you're that not offended, you're, yeah. right? You're not upset. But if Sally from next door says, "Hey, you're awesome," I say, "Hey, Sally, I hate you." Yeah, you know now, you know now we've got problems. <laughs> Sally's, so, I, you know, turning into Karen very Sally's, quickly. <laughs> You just name James like, like that. that. Um, so I think it's it I think it's within you know within context. But at the same time, 
why does it have, why, why does it even have to be a thing? You know, why? So, how, how, how far are we in the podcast? Uh, um, about 45 minutes, maybe? Yeah, 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 we're, we're, we're not there yet, so I can't even get into that piece of it. Get into it, it. who cares? What do, what do we have, no, format? It, 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 it's... It, it's yes it's the end these are the practical steps that we haven't even gotten oh into i'm sorry yet. does this go against the flow chart that we clearly have set up in a one note somewhere that we thought through really i mean if it makes sense <laughs> in the moment it makes sense we can of course through it. but you, so but what do we do dude how do we stop this okay. this this cycle we to be really honest with you um in a weird way twitch has actually helped me do a little bit of this um because of the community and this hurts to say that i have built an awesome one but an awesome guy who stop it right now stop that i'm not trying to add more qualifiers to this i'm just saying the community that i have built um i completely lost my thought yeah <laughs> it was something about so twitch helped you oh yeah to... so with this with this community of, of amazing people that i belong to and um and i'm a part of a larger community we we kind of give each other a hard time in, in a in a fairly serious way right like you've been you, you know you're not part of the team necessarily, but people, I mean, you may as well be like, people know you as far as that that's concerned. So they give you the same amount of shit that I get, which is don't you dare say something bad about yourself. And if you do, you're going to pay for it because then you have to say something nice about yourself. I'm a middle-aged man. Why am I getting bullied by people that say nice things about myself? Am I in preschool? What the hell happened? Where are we that this is happening? But here's the flip side to that. Everything else I have done prior to now hasn't worked. All the self-deprecation, all the overly critical self-analysis, the constant torturing, like just what am I doing wrong? What have I said? Whatever. It's torture and it's unnecessary. Like you, you can be critical of yourself. Clearly you have to be. You have to have at least attempt at an objective eye. But when you're just willfully being obstinate about how people feel about you and the unnecessary statements that do nothing but put you down it's never helped it's never there's never been a moment where you suddenly are inspired because you've said something terrible about yourself at least i know i haven't i haven't suddenly been like you know what chris you are a piece of garbage and blah 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 and this that and you you know may as well never do xyz again it's never made me feel like you know what God, I'm so glad I said that about myself last night. I I am ready to take on the world. No, it just makes me feel worse. It's just that reinforcement of those negative attitudes because of whatever happened in my youth or whatever happened, you know, growing up a little bit later or some kind of conglomerate of all. Um, it's my go-to. So I've had to in the last year think a little differently because these relationships sort of require that. <laughs> You know, I mean, and it's, I mean, I, I'm joking, but I'm also not joking. Like there, I mean, there is, there is a seriousness to when, you know, people are saying like, Hey, don't say shitty things about yourself because you know, honestly, not only does it not do you any good, but it ends up giving permission to other people 
to do this. And I'm not just talking about in chat. I'm just talking about in general because it's just it doesn't help. And it just fosters this environment of like, well, this person is going to talk like crap about themselves and I'm going to and so on and so forth. So. And and to your point that you made, you made, was it self-doubt? I think it was self-doubt. What does that say about those that are connected to us? Yes. Ultimately, things, right? Yes, the things that we say, the thing that we say, what does that say about them? And I mean, to to your point, we could offend them, not realizing. Oh, and I have. Oh, you know, what you oh yeah, I've yeah. hurt people's feelings, and unintentionally. I had a really challenging conversation with a friend of mine recently because of this stupid thing that I have. It's like, can't you just take the thing as it is and not, you know? not dismiss it not 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 push it aside just accept it but i don't know it's it's hard it, it's something that i have tried to be aware of and i guess i'm a little bit better maybe sort of kind of well i mean so it's, to your question of what do we do how do we proceed my answer to that question is make a con make an actual conscious effort when these moments happen to deal with them in a healthier way. You're not going to be perfect every time, nor am I, but I mean, that is ultimately the solution, right? It, it is. And I mean, one practical thing that I do is when people start saying things before I immediately res respond, I pause. Okay. Even that I will go, mm, and I will say, Two words, and then I get away from them. <laughs> I say to them, thank you. And then I am very quickly making an exit so that I don't follow, so that I don't dilute the thank you with something else. No, thank you, but, you know, I'm just doing so-and-so. Thank you, but, you know, it was nothing. Yeah. Thank you, but no, just thank you, period. And I, it, it takes some real effort to just say thank you. And it makes it even worse when they say, you know, so-and-so, so-and-so, thank you. Yeah, because, you know, you just, I said thank you, mm -hmm. ma'am. I said thank you. We left it at that. Do not go any further. <laughs> yes, do not go any further. Because now you're pushing me. <laughs> right. You're, you're pushing me somewhere. Where I, you, you, I, I said thank you. You already know how I feel about this. I said thank you. Yeah. I said good day, sir. <laughs> I said good day, sir. <laughs> so I think, and that's, that's and, 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 and from there, then I'm like, okay. You did good, Russ. You, you did good. All right. Now you need some, you need somebody so you can recover. Because what you don't want to happen is running into somebody else, and here they come mm. with the exact same thing. Because I'm not going to be as good as I was the first time. I, mean, I, I can't guarantee I can do this in succession. I can't. I can't say, "Oh, so and so. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much." And you go next, and so and so and so and so. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. And for, God forbid, a third person come. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Don't say anything say, to me. Usually, yeah, I'm not two ready people for you. Are, are about it. 
It's ba- uh, stickball rules. Two strikes, you're out. Yes, yeah. exactly. But I think it really takes some, um, to your point, it, it takes some very specific concentration. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to focus all of your energy, bring it all the way up from your toes to understand that these people, they, they, that's them expression, expressing their gratitude, mm-hmm. you know, in some shape or form. Don't dismiss their gratitude. Yeah. And it's something that we clearly have to work on. Both of us. Right. You got to work hard on it. Very because, hard. I mean, because I mean, we're in spaces where we're in a space now where, like I said before, we impact around the world, right? You showed me the blue dots all over the place. Mm, can't say words. So, I'm not allowed to say words. Continue. I know. I know. God, I mean, what if somebody sends a message from Brazil? What do we say? Hey, stay in Brazil. Or don't send me great stuff. Yeah. You know. Screw you. I don't care that you like you my know. stuff. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> We're kidding. You know, we love we feedback. We that. We send it. Yeah, we love all of it. We love all of it. But, you know, it's us. It's not you. It's us. <laughs> it's not you. It's it me. It is all of us. <laughs> It's totally us. Can I? Because it's just one of those things, Wes. Just one of those things. Please. Of course you can. Well, because this is going to take a hard left turn. Still same topic. Oh, God. But let's talk about the actual word success. Okay. Let's let's drive a little out of this uncomfortable zone because it's going to weave back into it eventually anyway. What do we, what metric do we, meaning you and I, use for success? Right? Because that, I think, goes back to the original discussion about, like, defining it. What's your metric? Mm-hmm. What do you consider a success? What do you, what have you considered? What would you consider in the future a success? Um, that's kind of something we should probably navigate through too. Because I have things I'm, I yeah, so, feel successful, but I can name, you know what, let's do it. Let's play, let's play a really irritating game. Name five things you feel that you have succeeded at. I will go one for one. Come on. Remember. All right, you go first. <laughs> I go first? Really? Um, Boom. Okay. I am proud. Oh fuck this! Why did I do this? Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm proud of the fact that after screwing up royally in high school, I spent a year and a half in night school and I got my actual diploma. Your turn. Um, I got my uh my bachelor's degree while, or well, at least started the process and finished after while deployed in Afghanistan. It's a hell of a thing to be proud of. That's a good success. Love that. Your move. Um, all things considered, September 22nd of this year, I will have 11 years clean from opiate addiction. I am 100% God, proud of that. Good one. And due to recent events, I'm particularly be. proud of that. So. Yes. Um. Okay. Um. Everybody in the audience, I want you to appreciate how unbelievably uncomfortable this is. You have no clue. No. Um, Maybe you do. Oh. I am. Uh, I am proud of, and I and I got to get into this too. My my success in the army, in the National Guard, the fact that I am now a non commissioned officer leading soldiers. Which, by the way, I'm sorry. I'm going to say I'm proud of you too. So whatever. Don't you roll your eyes at me. You already rolled your eyes so hard earlier. I thought you were going to get a tilt sign. Somebody knocked into a pinball machine. <laughs> You're never going to see again. Your eyes are just going to be stuck back in your head forever. 
That's what, you know, that's what they say. What is your move? Yeah, it's my move. Uh, I am, I am proud of my ability to, uh, to, mm-hmm. forgive. And this sounds weird. And, and I want you to, uh, there's a story behind it. I've told it a little bit. When years ago, when my sister-in-law and us, we are, we all weren't, all weren't talking. Um, once we had our sort of all come to Jesus conversation, like, Hey, we, stuff's going on. We got to talk. I am genuinely proud of the relationship I forged with this person. I went from hating the ground this person walked on to forgiving them working through it seeing my part in it and the result because guess what i have an amazing relationship with this person i adore them i mean it's allowed me to have a great relationship with my my niece and nephew and that was hard so i consider that a success your move sir three more for you Um, two more for me i'm keeping count I feel like you've miscounted. Mm-hmm. Um, We've all night. I think, you're right. So, I'm in a difficult situation. Um, I think the way, I think, the way that I've navigated some of these Um, situations within the situation. Maybe a little too vague. I know. Intentionally. Yeah, no, I got it. Okay. I'm with you. I'm just trying to make sure I'm following the Um, thread here. Yes. Yeah, there's a... Within this big, big situation, there are smaller events. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's a better way to say that. um, That I have to navigate through. Um, I am proud of how I'll navigate through them and at least attempt to minimize collateral damage. I do understand that that was very vague. Yeah. And it does, it does, it does have to is be it a success for you for specific Are you reason. genuinely proud of it? Is it? Okay. It well is. then there you go. That's I, I, I am. I'm, I want, listen, the reason I'm doing this whole little exercise of talking about, because what's the title of the show? It's it's vulnerable. We're making ourselves vulnerable. This isn't comfortable. We're having this conversation because it is difficult. Is this an earth-shattering thing? No, but it's part of our personalities. It's something that we should talk about and deal with. Okay, so my turn, huh? Yeah, I feel like you were stalling, but sure. Well, no, I'm just putting... <laughs> whatever, <laughs> fine, that's fine. <laughs> you know what? There's a, su- there's a success... Uh, there's a failure that I am genuinely proud of and i mean that i mean that i really do so at this job that i had before that i was talking about where they sent me to this thing i had worked to basically it's all my boss at least once a month i'm like when are you leaving so i can have your job you know i would do everything i possibly could to take more shit off their plate so i could do their job and i mean nothing's guaranteed but i was heir apparent because this person was moving on from the role uh, at some point. And the reason why I wanted to, first of all, I love the job 
and I liked doing the idea of doing the rest of it because I was already doing most of it on site anyway with one of the clients. I was already working with my peers um, in a lot of ways that he was to try and take shit off his plate. So it wouldn't have been a, a difficult transition for me. Um, I did everything I possibly could. I set up everything perfectly. I talked to the, you know, um, my field director. I talked to the national director. I talked to the VP and all these people. And I was ready to, I was ready to get this job. All I had to do was, was hit apply and it would have been pretty much done. Right. The business model that they were going with imploded completely. They just basically said, we are not backfilling any more of these director roles. Um, we're going to keep absorbing territories and the rest of it is going to our global partners, which meant basically this whole thing was dead. So while it's not a failure that I am responsible for, it's still a failure in the sense that the objective was not met, right? Our dear friend LND has a soundbite on her stream from Star Trek Next Generation where Picard says, it is possible to make no wrong moves and still lose. Like there was nothing more I could have done, right? In in this instance. Like, I, I talked to the right people. I had the right relationships. I knew the job through and through. I was ready to take it. But it just didn't happen. And it was nothing I could do. But I still saw it as a failure somehow. Right? I had to internalize it some way. I spent the next year, like, on and off depressed about this stupid thing that I had no control over. And finally, I was like, dude, you got to just move on from this. Like, maybe not a year. Maybe a year is a little, little long. Uh, but it was a while. It wasn't. It wasn't a short period of time. It took a while to sh shake that off because I had put all my eggs in one basket. But in the end, what I learned in that role, what I knew of my capabilities coming out of it. I mean, it's paying dividends, in in my most recent role, which I'm. Despite the fact that I had some troubles, I've done fairly well at. So it's a failure that, to me, in the end, is is a success. And with that. I'm serving back to you. Um, I am proud of my reputation. Oh, it should be interesting. Um, I am. I mean, I've got a reputation of being a go-getter, of being reliable, of being dependable, those kind of things. So I'm, I'm proud of that, that, that proceed. For example, um, the way the National Guard works, um, which is different than active duty in the Army, it is um, everything is done by slots. And so um, to give, you know, to give a bit of background, everything is you have pay grades. So for the enlisted side, it's an E1 through an E, whatever it is. And then officers are old, mm -hmm. whatever. So um, to once you, to be a, a non-commissioned officer, you need to be technically an E5 or above. There is an E4 commission officer. It's a weird space to be in. <laughs> so me as an E, it's it's very weird because you don't get paid anymore. But you still got the, but, so you got all the responsibilities, but no, not the pay. Yeah, exactly. Okay. They do that um, in the corporate world so, too. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's actually called a corpo. So is exactly what it's called. <laughs> of course, right? So me as a specialist, the E4, um, the army decided that for my particular job. They didn't need sergeants 
for some strange region, some strange mm-hmm. reason, which disrupts the whole chain of command. Typically, you have your specialist, your sergeant, your staff sergeant, and it goes mm-hmm. on up. Well, they got rid of the sergeants, and so it was either all of the E4 and below and then straight up to the E6, no E5, which is why when I got promoted, I had to change units. Okay. Oh, I, had to go I to remember. An yeah, okay. All together. And so when I got to the unit, then my new unit, um, my my second chief said, "All right, so who wants? Because we have these giant forklifts that we use because they 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 pick up ten thousand pounds." Um, she said, "Well, who wants to go out and and give a forklift class?" Now I'm the new guy, mm-hmm. so I'm you know I'm somewhat stepped back just to kind of see how they run things, how they do things, and then try to find my rhythm. Then I'll then I'll start integrating, but I want to see how how they do things. I don't just come in you know, disrupt their flow. I'm trying to, you know, see how things go. So she she says it. She looks around. I look around. So nobody says anything. And so then she, then she looks right at me and says, so now who wants to give this class? And I'm like, me, I, I guess. <laughs> and I'm like, Why? and so later she said, I already know what you can do. I've already been told about who you are, what you do, how you do what you do, your reputation precedes mm-hmm. you. She said, that's why when I asked, I was referring to you the first time. I said, well, listen, I didn't know. I said, I'm just, again, I'm the new guy. This is my first time meeting you. I don't know anything about anybody here. I'm just, she was like, but I know, but I know all about you. Okay, great. That's great to know. Mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> um, but, you know, like I said, coming in, they already knew my work ethic. They knew how I do what I do. And so the fact that that went ahead of me into an entirely different portion of the organization, sure, it's still the National Guard, right? But it's it's in, it's in groups, of course, because, you know, this particular unit has one mission, this other over here has different missions, and so you go about doing things differently. And there's not a whole lot of interconnection sometimes, between like I didn't I didn't know anybody at the unit. I you know I, I don't even know who told them. They still haven't told me <laughs> who told them what's what. Right. So I still don't know. But I'm like I wouldn't have I never knew that that would get. I mean even the commander. I, I had no I had never met this guy in my life. I didn't know he existed on the face of the earth until I met him. But he knows all about me. And they already have certain expectations, you know, for things that I they are expecting me to mm-hmm. do based on what the, I don't even know what said expectations are. Because I don't, I don't know anything. I'm just coming in. I'm just getting promoted, and I, I'm just here. And so, but I'm proud of that. Mm-hmm. That such a reputation it, will precede me. Even that's all. <laughs> that's a damn good thing to be proud of. Well, guess what? Here's number five for me, and um, I'm gonna take some low hanging fruit, my friend. I am proud of this. I'm proud of this for myself because in all honesty, I hate all of this. Like I, I hate it and I love it. I'm not a natural. And this word is gross to say performer because essentially that's what we do when we're on camera for whether you're playing a part or just being raw and talking, you know, as yourself, you're still playing a part, right? You're still playing a role and doing this, and doing the other thing and doing the streaming thing, I'm kind of proud of it because, like, it for me, 
I spent a lot of time early on not taking certain risks when I should have. I stayed very stationary for a long time because I was too afraid to do X, Y, and Z. I had to learn through this crucible of bullshit that I went through years ago how to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. How to manage my own emotional state in those moments. Like, I'm pretty fucking good in a chaotic situation. I am proud of that too. I'll tack a six one on there. Um, whether it's chaos I've created or chaos in the world, I'm pretty good at it. I, I have a solid state of mind when it comes to chaos. Um, but it's sort of casting aside that fear of, oh, what if this or what if that? And I finally like, I, I don't care. It's fine. Whatever, whatever is going to be is going to be because through that early recovery, through that, you know, that time of, um, when I was, when I was sort of like relearning how to live life on life's terms, um, in the recovery program that I was in being comfortable with those uncomfortable spaces is a lot of where that came from, because you have to be vulnerable. You have to have the conversations because if you're going to recover in any meaningful way, you have to have those conversations. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a perfect yeah. example. There's there's a thing in recovery called the one, two, three shuffle. Basically, you're stuck on step one, two, three, right? Fourth is this thing where you take your whole inventory of every awful thing you've ever done, said, thought, blah, blah, blah. You write it all down. The fifth one is taking that list and sharing it with somebody, typically your sponsor or somebody else in the program, whatever. And you can imagine in recovery, there's some pretty heinous shit that gets said there. You know, I mean, people, people are people. And whether you're in recovery or not, you're trying to turn your life around, you still have done the things you've done. And for right, I, I, my point is that allowed me to have the courage to say the shit that I do, because for me, it's just releasing that energy and, and not holding on to it. And I have other shit that I, you know, still hold on to because I am a, I am what I am. I'm a person, you know, I'm flawed like anybody else, but I am proud of the ability to be vulnerable and to have these kinds of conversations. So yeah, I think you, you owe me too, but I mean, I, I did extra credit on the assignment. So it's fine if you just do the one. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but your turn though. Um, I, I, I got you. I, I, I can give you two. I, I can give you okay. two. Um, I, I just thought about this one and the, the last one. I hate it. It's going to make me be emotional. Oh, no. Um, that would be terrible. I'm proud of my deployment. You're proud of your deployment? Yeah, I'm proud of my okay. deployment. Um, I learned a lot. I learned a lot that helped me to... I'm sorry. Can you give context um, of when and where and all that just so people know who haven't, who haven't heard? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, because there's a whole story behind it. Um, and we talked about this whole rank thing mm -hmm. again. Um, I was a private first class the third rank up from the mm -hmm. bottom. You got a private, a PV2, which is technically still a private, and a private first class. That's where I, that's where I came in. And I am then doing the job three ranks at least, sometimes four ranks higher than, than what I am. Just because of a lack of people, mm -hmm. a lack of personnel. 
And so this is in 2018, um, the 2019, um, June through March, June 18 through March, June set, June 18 through March of 19. Okay. Um, and between, I mean, I wasn't, I was in Afghanistan, but we operated out of six, uh, bases, seven, I'm sorry. I flew to six of them throughout my time there and managing ammunition for aircraft. Okay. Sometimes single-handedly um, dealing with millions upon millions of dollars of ammunition that was assigned to me that I was signed for that if it went missing, it would be all on me. And the fact that none of it went missing, all of it was completely accounted for, whether it was expended or we still had it. Um, all my records were accurate. I didn't have any situations. When we left, all my my books were what they were supposed to be. Not only that, and this won't sound like it sound. I lived. Let's. I mean, let's. I got it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and I've told this story. They shot a rocket at us that was about 25. It impacted about 25 to 30 meters from where I was standing. And where I was standing was in between two 10,000-gallon fuel bags, which were full. So 20,000 gallons of fuel I was standing in between, and something went boom, not too far from it. So very much horrifying. So I, I lived, and that's just one. that's just one attempt at my life. Um, that I could talk about. So I lived and then I learned a lot of leadership things there because I had to lead soldiers that, you know, didn't know the job that I was, that they were, that I was doing, but they were supposed to help. Mm-hmm. And not to mention even dealing with personnel issues, personal issues, yeah. all those things that I, that non-commissioned officers do, but I'm not that. So I learned a lot of, I was really tried in the fire, literally in the fire sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, and, and I'm proud of that. Yeah. I'm really proud of what I'm proud of that. And the man that it helped shape me into the one that you see in front of you and that you hear speaking to you. Finally, why do I do this to myself? I am proud of the friends that I've made over the course of this whole streaming thing. Why would I be proud of that? I can be a very guarded person. Not one to let my guard down, not one to let people in for things that have happened. And to, I mean, let's be honest, to let, probably, to let strangers, let's be honest, strangers um, in and have this relationship where I can tell you everything and anything and have never actually laid eyes on I, you. I have something I have to say to that. So, so our, our dear friend LND and I, uh, there's a meme that's gone around um, about your online friends. You've shared all of these traumatic and wonderful, amazing highs and lows in your life, and you've never seen each other's knees. You don't know what they look like. That's silly, exactly. but it's true. No idea. It's 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 it's, it's a fact. Up. And I'm like, 
Actually, you all have seen my knees. <laughs> I did do a... I, well, you haven't seen my actual knees, but you've seen I did do a Beat Saber stream when I stood up. So you've, you've, you've at least seen Fair that. But, but I'm like, as much as I protect myself from just mm-hmm. people, because let's be honest, some of the people are jerks, right? Yeah. They just are. Um, I have, I have a, a group of people who, no matter what, um, they have my best interests at heart and they genuinely care for me and even my son. Um, and so I'm proud of that. I'm proud of the fact and I guess I guess I'm one up on you. I guess I'm giving you seven. Okay. I'm proud of the fact that I have that I've allowed my that I have these friends first off, and the fact that I've allowed myself to be in a space where I can be a friend to those, or the the reverse. The fact that I've allowed people that I don't know to be friends with me to be that intimate, that personal. And then that I've been able to be, I've had the privilege. It's really been my honor and privilege to be friends with people, with such amazing people, um, such incre- an incredible group of individuals who are just like they are. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Um, it's, it's a good group of people. I could not have asked for a better group of people, friends. I mean, goes without saying, I mean, the friendship that you and I have, the fact that we've done this and that, you know, it's, I mean, it's incredible. All because of a random game. I mean, for me, it was, it's my nephew's fault that I'm on here. My, you know, my 13 year old nephew. So you gotta go on Twitch. It'd be great. Ugh. Told the story a thousand times on stream, but and here we are. I mean, I have some of the most amazing friendships with people that never met, but I mean, we're just co- and I mean, to go off on a little bit of a tangent, the, the the friendships that I've had online and offline, I mean, they're they're the same. Like, granted, you know, you, clearly, if somebody's in your life, you see each other, it's a different thing. But I mean, my my wife and I, we met friends out here that for years we only knew them online. And we finally found out that they live here in our area. So we've spent the last, I don't know, eight or nine years hanging out, you know, knowing each other's families. We went on vacation a couple of times together. I mean, genuine friendship. So the, the friendships that I have here, what's the word I'm looking for? Undeserving comes to mind, but I'm not allowed to say that. So I would say I am privileged to know you and all the other amazing people in chat because you're wonderful people and I am thrilled to know you. Sorry. I'm sorry, Mandels. I know. But, but undeserving. I don't Well, that's why I had to stop myself because I knew immediately. Well, we're here. Nope. Nope. Yeah, here, here we moved on. Remember? It was the whole thing. Yeah, okay. uh-huh. If we moved on, then I need to put it in reverse, and here we go. You're not turning around. It's a track. It goes forward. It doesn't go backwards. 
Cool. Then we can come back around and circle it. to it. Perfect. Undeserving? Excuse me? I said what I said in the words of a great wise person that I know. And I'm going to say what I said. Go ahead. An amazing, uh-huh, number three, such an incredible human being. What have I done? With such insight, with such insight, such <sighs> wisdom. Let's, let's, let's be honest. Um, perspective. How, how are you not deserving? Because as much as you pour out, you deserve somebody to be able to pour back in. Because what you can't do is pour out of something that's empty. I don't care how much you try. Get. I don't have an empty container. I'll pretend. Cup. Here, cup. I cup my hand. Nope, I've okay. got one. Cup. It would have been terrible if someone fell out. I'd be looking at it first. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what can I get out of here? I can get nothing out of this cup that is upside down. I get nothing out of that. I would have to have put something in there in order to get it. Yeah. And so you, sir, I don't care what you say, you, sir, you 100% deserve people who, all of us do, who can put us in our place. No matter what we think or feel can put us in our place and make us to understand that we are very much indeed deserving of the people that are in our lives. We, 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 we deserve them. And so, sir, sir, I'm listening. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing your words. Every yes. last one of them. Well, I know you. I, I know you hear mm-hmm. them, but I need you to listen to I, me. Uh huh. I'm listening. I'm uh huh. You hear because you have ears. I, yes, I do. I have ears. You. You do. That. Yep. You. 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 You deserve all of it. Honestly, you probably Thank even you. deserve okay, more. We can stop there. No. You opened this can of worms, so now here we are. Can we throw the can of worms out in the back? All right. So when I said undeserving, I knew immediately it was a mistake. And that's why, all kidding aside, I really did do that corrective action because it's like, why would I say that, right? Like, I mean, that's yes. a perfect, right. you know, textbook version, I mean, um, example of what the hell we're talking about, right? Exactly. And I, I that's, I suppose, something i it's a go-to in the sense of like putting myself down in order to make others shine a little brighter i guess because those people you Mm -hmm. everybody are so important to me um so it's just it's not a great behavior i mean i don't know what to tell you i can just say that i will try harder which is ultimately all i can ever do right of course but and so the commitment then is which I've done a, a couple of times today, mm-hmm. even within the scope of this hour and a half or so, is that every time, and I'm going to get this back, and I already know this, but fine. Um, Go ahead. Whenever you, whenever you say things like that, anybody say things like that, I feel like it's our, as the friends, I feel like it's our obligation to remind them as to why that's not a thing. It's not only our obligation, but we do it with such glee 
it's considered bullying. <laughs> it is bullying. In the nicest way it, possible. It's, 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 yeah, it's the right answer. It is the right answer because, again, to your point, you we may mean it in one yeah. context, but these are things that you're saying. And that could become our reality. Well, and it, and I'm it not deserving of anybody. I mean, to say it could be is not is yeah. not the statement. It is very much so. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, we don't, I don't want you to ever believe, and not that you do, right. but I don't want you to ever believe that you are undeserving of our friendship. I don't want you to ever believe that. But things that we repeat often, we that becomes our reality. Yeah. And then you genuinely, I mean, you corrected it. And you know that's not what you were, what that you were Can meaning. I make a point to, really quick, to, say, to what you just said? Not only does it become our reality, but yes. we try to force that reality onto others so they believe in it. That's the craziest shit. Yes. I'm going to reject what yes. you have to say because you are simply wrong. The laws of physics in your head, as far as I'm concerned, do not apply. Exactly. And so, and that's why that's, and that's why it's so important. And so I guess, you know, we talk about, you know, practical steps. I think there's, in this case, responsibility for both the person and those that they're connected Mm to. You know, to, because sometimes we do need that reminder that, hey, everything you said, no. (laughs) Just everything. Blanket, no. Hard stop. Yes, just no. I don't ask, and no, you can't explain. No, you can't try to fix it. You can't do, just no. But, and I'm going to tell you why no. I won't just give you no, but I'm going to tell you why. In the most annoying way you're possible. you sit here. You're going to tell me no. And you're going and to I'm listen to all here, of it. And I'm going to jump out you no. the first floor window and get out of here. <laughs> exactly. But this is the reminder because then that helps us that, the receiver who doesn't want to receive alter our behavior because it's, it's so second nature. We just say, yeah. it. Oh, it you heard me. Out. I said it immediately. And then I instantaneously was like, exactly. Fuck. Redirect. Yeah. yeah. It's too late exactly. though. You heard and me. So, but, but it, but it is very much a behavior that can be changed. It can be, but we need somebody to call us out on it. Somebody has to call us out because we may not always realize what we're doing because we're creatures creatures of habit. Things that we've done is what we'll do. Yeah. So we need somebody to redirect us into that. But at the same time, we do need to be aware of it. Well, yeah, because otherwise it's like, what are you doing? Like, why are you not listening to your friends yeah. who are clearly trying to give you a message that you're, for some reason, not willing to receive? Like, all kidding aside... When somebody says, hey, you know, say something nice about yourself. I'm like, it, it is a painful moment just because I don't want to have to do this exercise. But also, like, it is sort of retraining my brain to think a little different. Well, to at least express differently. Thinking, eh, I can't promise anything. I'll, I'll, I'll try better to modify my thinking. But that is a hard, that is a hard thing. I will try not to express those negative, uh, it, it, those negative statements. That's the best I can do. But even in that, it's still a retraining. It's still a retraining because now you have to think about it again. And so at some point, as you're starting that that negative thought, 
it's immediately replaced by the positive to and then at some point there is no negative it is just the positive because you know and sure here now and then but how often that's too much work to have to stop every time and think again yeah you know you know i am well hold on no wait i can't say that and then you go into what you're going to say you know or so on so on so you know just because i'm just not that good you know what hold on i'm sorry I can't say that. Who wants to do that every time? That's too much to well, have. Well, you do. have to be That's mindful just a of what you words. say, right? Like, in it's no different. So, this is the fun exercise. Doing that is no different than if you were to talk to somebody else about them. You're going to pick your words carefully, right? Because you don't want something to be, mm-hmm. be misinterpreted. Why can't we give right. ourselves that same grace when we pick our words better? I don't know. I don't have an answer. Exactly. But, but. but 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 I think in having to constantly fix it prompts us to be more careful. Yeah. So then I don't have to go back and fix it. Yeah. I can just say what I'm say what I'm meaning to say without having to go back and correct it. And you know that's going to take time. Like long amount of time. I think I'm it's sure. totally feasible. Mm-hmm. I mean, sure. And granted, we won't always get it right. No. That's 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 not a. You know, that's a reasonable expectation to miss it. But the key point is to understand that you've missed it and then make those corrections. But hopefully those corrections get few and far in between because you've said it right. You know, at the initial on the onset of it, you said it correctly. Yeah, I I do want to change gears a little bit again um, with regard to success. Yeah, I know. Um, with with success, so we talked about some macro examples, and I'm not going to go through the whole thing of having to uh, delineate for everybody um, five small examples. But let's not gloss over the small because small successes build up to be big ones. Um, simple things, little things that you can't. So I mean, I've made it no secret that over this last five months, with everything that's gone on with me physically, it's impacted me mentally too, a tremendous amount. Um, you know, anxiety, depression, um, everything, you know, across the board. And sometimes just the most simple thing, I got up and did a thing today. I cooked one meal for myself. I, gross as a sound, I took a shower today. I, whatever. Because when you're... When your bar is that low for yourself, and I've heard other people say it. I mean, this is not a new concept. This is just pointing something out that maybe somebody's not being mindful of. Because, like, well, I can't do all of that. Take successes wherever you get them. You know, and I, I tell myself the same thing that I'm saying out to the audience, too, because I do try to have those moments where, okay, I did something today in a positive way that I didn't do yesterday. I'll take that. I, I will take that. Something as simple as, um, I don't know, whatever. Take your pick. You get my point. And I don't want to gloss over that stuff because it's huge. As tiny as it is, it's huge. It is. Because when you're mired in all that really heavy, um, with all that heavy stuff coming at you from all angles, sometimes doing even the smallest things can be a Herculean effort. I know you know that. I know for sure I do. Something as simple as picking up the goddamn phone and returning a phone call. 
It's like that fifty pound that Text fifty message. pound phone. You don't want to touch it. You know, it's too heavy. No, this can't be lifted. May as well be Thor's hammer. But did you pick up the phone that day? Did you make the text back to that person or call them or whatever? That's a success. I'm sorry. It is. And don't diminish it because yeah. I mean, I mean, it's it's major to to the point that it could be life or death. Like literally, depending on the situation, could 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 alter the very direction of your life. Mm-hmm. And so you're to your point, we can't diminish the quote unquote small wins. Cause you might say small in comparison right. to something else, but the fallout from said decision from said small win can't, it can't be measured. It can't be compared because of how, how of how massive it really is. So, I mean, a win is a win. A success is a success. Period. Because it takes all of them to get us wherever we're going. So, I mean, and I think a lot of that is relative to us, but why does it have to be a small success? Why does it have to be a small win? Why can't it just be a win? Why can't it just be a success? Why can't it just be what it is? Why does it have to be quantified? You know, this one is a, is a 10 on my scale, but this one is a 30 on my scale. And this one is 150 on my scale. Why do we have to have a scale? Why why can't we just be a success? I, I mean, you literally just said everything perfectly. I have like very no, like nothing to add to it. Honestly, you <laughs> no, I'm serious. You really put it in the most perfect way possible. Like, why can't we just simply call it a win? Why do we have to say, oh, you know, I had a small win today. I did X. It's a fucking win because in your mind at the time, whatever that small thing, we're still using that word, um, it's the same effort you'd put forth to going to school for four years. I mean, it's not, but you know what I'm trying to say? It's just that much of an effort because it requires so much of you to do whatever the hell it is. So, yes, I mean, you. it's probably better to say just a win. It doesn't need to be qualified. Because you're already qualifying it if you'd say what it is, right? You've already expressed what that win is. I, this is a win for me today. This is a success for me today because I couldn't do X, Y, and Z yesterday. Or for the last six months, I haven't been able to do, or I've been trying to do whatever. You right. did it. You did it. So, yeah, I mean. Period. I think you nailed it. I think you absolutely nailed it. Um. We've got work, we do have to, work do. to do. There's also a question that's pop up chat. Let me check it out really quick. Um, JR asks, what was that experience of anxiety and depression like for you Sid, during the time? What has helped you take some of those small steps you did? Uh, if you're talking about recently, um, to be really honest with you, um, I spent quite a bit of time on our last episode talking about it. Um, I will say having an incredibly an incredibly vast support network helped me i am a very fortunate human being to say that i have a wife that supports me beyond measure i i i have 
a family, my brother and his family that support me and want nothing but the good, you know, good for me. I have friends both, you know, in IRL and here that were just some of the most amazing human beings I could have ever hoped to meet in my life and I'm thankful for. So while that can't, while that's not necessarily everybody's experience, um, having that, su that support network, because I did talk about this last time, having a support network of people, even if it's just a few, if it's one, something, anything, you cannot do it alone. You just can't. I'm sorry. You can't do it alone. I learned that the fucking hard way. And I'm not perfect. There are times admittedly where I have tried to do things alone I shouldn't have and in retrospect I wish I had and for future planning I will you're talking 40 years of behavior you don't unlearn that shit overnight you don't you don't just cast it aside I mean it's just it's there you know, it's, it's, it's just who I am. So all this behavior modification that we're talking about um, takes a conscious effort. So to add on to the last bit um, with regard to the small steps, I mean, knowing there was, an, knowing there was a, a goal in mind of being able to return to life, whatever life was after what I dealt with, whether I was going back to work or... You know, going back to work and streaming, whatever all that was, it was just that was what fueled me to, you know, make sure I did what I did, did what I could to heal fast or to get better or whatever the hell. Um, and also being very honest about my state of mind too, where I was, I mean, and where I am now. I have made it no secret that this coming week I have, uh, I have, I'm seeing a new therapist. And we're going to talk about trauma because that was brought up to me. It's like, hey, have you thought about the fact that you might have been traumatized by this and chronic pain in the past? I mean, I did a whole other podcast on it, not to, you know, get into a whole other subject, but it's something that I'm dealing with because I need to. So big step, small step. Um, that's a pretty huge one. And all the other ones... I think got me there too. I'm sorry, I got a little off-road there at the end, but um, I, I'm, I'm pretty proud of the fact that this Thursday I'm uh, I'm going to start that process. I don't love it, but I'm proud of it. I mean, and I'll add to that because I've been in, I, was, I mean, I was in a situation when I came back from deployment. Um, I guess a step, not small, because we're getting out of this measurement here. A step was, hey, I need help. Something's wrong. Mm. That was, you know, I was good. I was good to say that was a major step. Which, not saying that it wasn't, but that was a thing. That I was like, something's wrong. So I had to. It was the acknowledgement of, hey, something's right. not right. And then even that, it was something's not right, and it hasn't changed. Despite all that I've been trying to do, it hasn't changed. So I've got to do something else. 
you know, that's, you know, that those, those kind of things, they're important, you know, and while, you know, we're working to not put steps in on pedestals, there are certain orders sure. to steps. Yeah. You know, you, so you do have to realize, Hey, something, something's up, you know, don't hide your eyes to what's going on with yourself. We, we said, I'm good. Everything's fine. This is fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. Is it really yeah. though? Is it really fine? Or are you just glossing over the fact that something's wrong in an attempt that if I ignore it, then it'll yeah. go away. I mean, that doesn't work in video games. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't work in real life. No. How many times have we said, yeah, I'm just going to, yeah, I hear you. I see that. We're just going to leave right that there, right yeah. there. And what usually happens is before you realize it, it comes here. It's right Almost in front of always. your face. It rushes you. Yeah, it rushes you. And it's right and in front of your face. And you shouldn't be surprised, and, but you and are. And at this point. Yeah, and it's a whole lot worse than it looked when it was way right. over there. Yeah. So, you, you, we, when we understand it, we understand that it's there. We, we, all of us have to, we need to deal with it. Because it just, it just, it just How do you deal with it, though? It just does not. And so, and for each individual that may be different you know that you know that's i can't give you a strand that says you have mm-hmm. to do this you know and and that's where some self-reflection at least comes oh, in oh god i mean yeah is, that's that's the most basic starting point right you know yeah so so i need mm-hmm. help so what kind of help do i need you know, and so that really takes some time to assess, okay, I know something's wrong. Do I know what's wrong? You know, if not, how do I find out what's wrong? You know, and so there is a process, but uh, but it honestly, and it's been said, asking for help is one of the most courageous things you can ever do. And yet. As self-sufficient as we try to be, we're, we can't, we, we, we just, we rely on somebody for almost everything that we need. Yeah. And yet it's the very thing that we shy away from. Yeah. I mean, I, I am guilty as the next person. I tell a little bit of myself. I hated the idea anybody helped me with do anything. When I was a kid, literally hated the word help. Let me help you. No. Stop using that word. No. I refuse to listen to it. I do not need your help. I don't know why. I mean, I don't know what the hell was driven into my mind to do that. I certainly didn't set much of that aside uh after i was you know grew up it's been different again last little over a decade now but um i mean some people would rather die than ask for help right like literally would die than rather ask for help and have right my mother was one of those my parents Whether it's physical or mental or Literally both. Literally died. Or both. She literally did not want to ask for help. And it killed her. The stress of everything going on. That she refused to ask for help. Or that we didn't know about. 
is what literally it was what led to her unaliving. I had to break it somehow. I had to had 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 that, to break that. She unalived. Um Yeah <laughs> You weren't ready for that. You were totally not ready for that. Um But seriously, um but 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 seriously, um that's what happened. So th- there's that. JR, I see you. I can give you a perfect example. I was example. about to that, ask that you, was it. anyone interrupt, go ahead. Yes. Yeah. PTSD. Dude, it sucks. Understand. Anything that went boom scared me to absolute death. We just talked about how I was 25 minutes away from something that almost killed me. So anything. Another example. I was, I called that, I told this man, I was driving. Mm, yeah. Going about 75 miles per hour. Somebody had a blowout. It's a loud pop, loud bang. Scared me to death. Because I didn't know what it was. And immediately I thought somebody's trying to kill me. This is the truth. I am driving. I heard it. Bang. Again, 75. Bang. I literally went like this. Now, mind you, I'm driving (laughs) 75 miles per hour. I can't see down where the pedals are. I couldn't see. So I could have hit, God forbid, something was stopping. I would have plowed through them. Because I need, in that moment, I couldn't even think to slow down. I'm just thinking, I need to get out of the way. And... I called this man. I said, hey, I got a situation. And actually, I called a few people, and they didn't answer. Because he's at work. I don't want to bother him. This, that. I, I, I gave reasons why I didn't need to call him. But I called him. And I was quite flustered, as you can imagine. Um, because I get this thing where I have a hard, even have a hard time thinking. And I get into this thing of all I can really get out is uh, I um, I um, and I, I never finish my sentence. It's just I uh, and it it usually takes somebody trying to get it out of me for me to start saying mm-hmm. sentences because I felt like I just yeah. I just couldn't focus. Now, mind you, I'm still driving. I'm going to go pick up my son from camp. So one, I've got to interact with people when I get there. Two, he's going to be terribly excited to see me, and I'm not in a mind frame to even right. engage him. Three, I still got to drive home. <laughs> I am at that point about a half hour from home. I am mm-hmm. clean across town. I got to go through traffic and get on the highway. To get home, I've got to be in, in a better space. And again, I didn't want to. I didn't want to call anybody. Actually, I didn't want to call anybody. I just wanted to just really crawl yeah. in a hole, and that's it. And then I called a few people. When I didn't get their answer, I was just I was just going to just deal with it. Be like, okay, I'm good. That resistance of 
hey, I know I need help, but I'm not I'm not gonna ask because one, I want people to think I'm weird. Um two, people are busy. They got their own lives. They got Sis got his own stuff he's dealing with. Why do I need to call him to deal with and he's at work. I'm sure he I'm sure he's got a meeting he needs to be in. I'm sure there's a report he has to get done. Um Dearest Chippos might need something. He's dealing with all this stuff. And the the way that I overcame my resistance to help, as cliche as it may sound, I asked for help. I came to the understanding, the realization, I cannot do this on my own. I can't do this on my own. I need somebody to assist me. And in that moment, I had to make a decision because it was honestly could have been a life or death decision in that moment for me and somebody else. I mean, God forbid I hit somebody going that fast. They're going to hit somebody else. Probably is going to be at an intersection. Now they're T-boned. You know, this this long list of things that could happen. But I understood I had to get myself together. But I couldn't do that alone. So I really had to make a conscious decision that, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And what, and then what are you choosing? What results are you choosing? Cause again, could have been some really bad situations. I'm ducking under the steering wheel. Usually when something happens, you're driving, your first reaction is, is to hit the brakes. That's your first reaction. Didn't dawn on me at all. I never once slowed down. And, and initially I couldn't get myself together to do anything. And then, it, then I, I realized, okay, it's just a tire. It's just a blowout. It's just a blowout. And that's what actually brought me out of this state that I was in. It's just a blowout. It's just a blowout. Then it was, okay, now I need to calm down. Now I need to calm down. All right, who can, I need somebody, I, I need somebody. And and that's when I just, again, I, I went through a list. I just started calling people. Clearly, this is the person I needed to talk to because nobody else answered. Hey, happy to help. You know, and, he, and even in that moment, he was, he doesn't know all of this. He was able literally to almost flip a switch. Didn't do anything spectacular, right? It wasn't, you know, he didn't put on like his, you know, his, his therapist hat and, you know, turned it backwards and was ready to go and had all this philosophical stuff to say. It was just a conversation. It was literally just somebody to listen. And that was it. And as minute as that may sound, it meant the world to me. It was the world to me to be able to get me back in a place where I could function like a person. And so I, I, I took, I've in all of that, cause I still do with that sometimes, um, you know, sometimes it, cause I have a real 
thing with sound association. You know, it just reminds me of somebody trying to kill me. And and those fight or flight instincts they kick in. And it takes sometimes somebody else to help me realize, okay, this is where you are. This is what's going on. You'll be fine. And so I can't neglect the fact that I need somebody to do that. You know, I can't. And I've, for me, it's been uh, a retraining of my mind that says, you need people, period. You may not need them every time and in every situation, but at some point you will need somebody. So be okay with that. Bottom line. And so that that's that's my that's my the most recent example I can think of that I that I've been in. But it, it takes it takes some doing. It's a retraining of the mind. Because again, we're very much if anybody's independent, it's me. God, I want to do everything by myself. My poor son. Cause he's the same way. He wants to do everything yeah. by himself. And so it's even, and even knowing that I'm trying to instill in him that it's okay to ask for help today. Exactly. Well, for example, not exactly today, for example, um, we have a routine when we get up, he gets up, he goes to the bathroom and he brushes his teeth. That's our routine. Well, I guess I left the cabinet open and I've been forgetting and his mouthwash was in there. And so he wanted to use his mouthwash. I got a problem with that. That's what it's there for. What did he do first? He did everything he could Mm -hmm. to try to get it. He couldn't reach it. And so then he comes to me and he says, well, daddy, I want to use my mouthwash. I said, okay. He said, but I can't reach it. I said, so then what do you what do you need to do so that you can reach it? What do you have to do? He says, I, he, he says to me, Dad, I need to ask for help. I said, so what do you need to say? Daddy, can you help me get my mouth washed down, please? Sure. So try to even instill in him that you can't do everything by yourself as much as you want to, especially him growing up. He's going from being a baby you know, now and according to him, he goes from being a baby. <laughs> now he's a kid. So this is this is how he, because you go from a baby yeah. to a kid to a grown up. Okay. Those are your three stages in life. Mm-hmm. And so now he's a kid. You know, now he's a kid. And so he should be able to do things by right, himself because he's not a baby. But there are things you can't do. And so I have to tell him, it's okay that you can't do it. You just need to ask for help. And then I encourage him. I mean, sometimes I make him actually ask for help. I know what you want because you told me you wanted you wanted the mouthwash. But I'm trying to instill in him to actually ask right. for help so that when he gets older, it's not such a stigma that I have right. to ask for help, that I am then comfortable asking for help because I've been asked, I've had to ask for help when I need something. And so it's 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 a very it, it's a very it's a very important you know practice you know while granted being self sufficient is good don't misunderstand I'm not saying you know you rely on people for everything but there are things that you have we have to rely yeah. on other people for and we have to be able to ask for their assistance with that. Well, you just made the perfect transition for me. While you were talking, I uh, 
one thing I never considered is that sometimes when you don't ask for help, you can actually hurt other people who want to help you and can't because you won't let them. I learned that the hard way. Here we go. And I'm okay. I'm okay with it, but it hurts me to think that I hurt somebody else by not asking for help. So, that's something to consider too. Because the people in your life, whether they're your spouse, family, your own kids, friends, they want to help you. They want to be there for you. And to set that aside. Now, granted, it is what it is, but to set that aside. Yeah, you got my point. Sometimes you have to. Because it's part of a relationship and you don't want to, but you should. Because people are invested in, in giving a fuck about you. There you go. <laughs> Sorry about the microphone. I'm just yeah, it's in your lap now. <laughs> Balls in your right, court. So you, right. So you now you just you right. You're just going to drop that. No, 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 no. And just no. and just leave it there. It's not there. But but I mean, but you you make a great point. You you make a great point. Because I was trying to I was trying to not to say anything about it. I was trying my best not to do that. But how 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 unfair and how selfish of us. To we, right? I mean, oh my god, the shit that we talk, Mm -hmm. and then you let these people into your life to assist you, Jesus, to let them. You that's that was one of the whole purposes for letting them in, and then you don't. And I mean, because then you could they could argue. That you don't even value our relationship. You completely. So so then, right. what am I to you? I mean, I don't know if it gets that bad, but yeah. You know, and. But it but it could, because if. If if this is the reason why you have me around, and then when the time comes, you don't. What am I? Figure ahead. <laughs> am I? Age. Am I just an actor in your play? Like, you what know, the fuck? An NPC? Right. Am I just a pawn that you just manipulate when you get ready? Like, what, 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 you know? And people's perception can go where it goes. Right. And then who can blame them? You know, who who can really blame them? So it's everything can we I do. God. Make another really annoying point. us. No. Yes. You have to expect that what you give out in the world, you will get back. That's a corny sentiment. But if we're going to say the shit that we say, do the things that we do, and to not expect it back is beyond ludicrous. But yet here we are. And this is why we're having this conversation in the first place. Because yes, while the subject is success... 
these are all these different variables that go into us calling things successes and failures. Even this, even when it comes to getting help. If we're, I mean, we're not trying to be jerks, right? We're not sowing discord everywhere and doing all that. So we're not getting that back. We're trying to be kind to people, make friends, grow a community, have this podcast where we can talk about anything that makes two grown men cry on stream damn near every week. We put that out there. What the hell are we expecting? Right? He's just, oh, yeah, I'm just going to throw all this shit out there. It's fine. I'll run to the back. It's fine. No, no. I, I only export only. No import. That's exactly what <laughs> That's I'm expecting. That's how that works. <laughs> it's literally just, hey, you know my thing. Hey, we're just trying to, I'm just trying to help somebody yeah, I out. I mean, you said it earlier. I'm just trying to help. That's it. Period. I'm trying to be of service. Mm-hmm. Full Done. stop. That's it. Nothing. Nothing more. Nothing less. Just hey, I just want to have this conversation to right. help somebody else, and I'm done. I am done, and and so I can be honest. That's not at all my expectation. My expectation is literally not for anybody <laughs> to say anything. I, you know, we love feedback, but you know, I'm I'm really not. You know, it's not. Oh, let me say something so maybe somebody can help me. No. It's that's not it, and sometimes I wish I could not have my chat on because it, then it happens. <laughs> you, it literally, and you're like, oh, now I got now I got to read that while I'm trying to finish my thought, and now that's sitting in the back of my head, and I got to, you know, those kind of things. But I mean, it, it's it's this is coming, and I know this is for you. It's coming from a genuine place of I just want to help you. I just want to help you. I want to help you and you and you and even you. Well, right and you there. know what else and to add to, to more annoying stuff? Because that's what I do. That's actually a really selfish thing because you're shoplifting at that point, right? You get all this positive, ooh, I can feel good. I'm helping people. But what don't you get at back from that? The same thing. You don't let other people do it and feel that, that thing. All you do is, all I do to assign I. In those moments, no, that's not fair. That's not all I do. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That's not, that's not a fair statement. All I am doing in conjunction with those actions of trying to help or be nice or whatever the hell, it's also try to avoid my own shit. Because if I'm helping you and if I'm thinking about you, I don't have to think about me. I don't have to think about what's in here and what might be wrong here. Now, you could do things in tandem. Or try to, if you have the energy or the bandwidth for it. But in the end, that behavior that you're talking about, it, it can be viewed as very selfish, I guess. Even though it's not necessarily meant to be. I mean, but you don't you don't have to, to mean be selfish. to be, selfish, mm -hmm. to be yeah. selfish. You don't have to mean to do a lot of things and still do them. And yeah. then it goes back to this cup. Go back to this cup. It's... It, and. <laughs> We just, I just told you the same thing that I, I literally just told you that you can't expect what I'm expecting. Yeah. <laughs> I literally just told you that you can't expect for you to have a cup and be able to pour out and not be poured into. And that's my very expectation that I can just give out. I mean, you said it to me. You don't get to go around. 
you don't get to go around with your goody two shoes, do good stuff, and don't expect it back. Yeah. That's what you. That's what you said. Direct quote, but you okay. said that more than once, actually. That's what you. That's what you said. Uh, and I said to you, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I can. That's what I, I said to remember. You. I know. I remember because because I I didn't want to hear it. Um, I got because as I I have certain things that I say that makes me happy. Uh, one of them is I do what I want, and that's what I told yes. you to do. I do what I want. That one, I, I do what I want, and I say what I said. You know, those kind of things. That's my justification, and I can just kind of, you know, it's almost mm-hmm. like a final statement. You can't do so and so and so and so. I do what I want, and then it's just don't tell for me, me how it's to fine. You. I don't care what else you say. It doesn't matter because I because I it, uh, yeah that one too that I took from a, a, a wise man that doesn't but it doesn't hold any weight because um, then it happens again. Um, but, yeah, it's... <sighs> Why is this so difficult? I hate it here, too. I hate it here. I think we did it, to <laughs> be honest with you. I mean, we talked about our definitions. We talked about some successes. <laughs> we talked about quantifying, you know, not, not qualifying with um, small or big. I mean... Oh, absolutely, JR. 100%. 100%. Yeah, but I, I think so. I think so. I, I don't, you know, I don't think that, I mean, anything else I think would be, the would be de- beating words hard. Sentences, difficult. Would yeah. be beating a dead horse. So, I mean, I I, I think so. And, but I, I, you know, it is the hope that, um, you know, you everyone, you know, hearing mm-hmm. or seeing takes these things. And, you know, really take some real time to consider it. A real time to, you know, understand that, one, we all need help. There's that. And even the success is as, is the asking for help. That's, that's a win in itself. And to take all of them and let it be something that builds us. You know, asking for help is not a thing that should break you or beat you down. It's literally designed to benefit. It's for your benefit. Once you get past the pride part of it, which is what that is, it's it's literally designed to help us be better. A more whatever, you fill in that adjective, a more whatever you. Or a less whatever you. You know, all leaning in a positive direction. So I, I, that's just, I think that's just, it, but I mean, it's crazy how we got into needing help but, from success. But I mean, that what in a itself capstone. is success. I mm-hmm. think it's one of the biggest Let's successes. Put a capstone to this conversation. I think it's you. You summed everything up perfectly. I don't think we need to say shit more. I think we just wrap it up. Honestly, no, <laughs> no. I'm All right, then, bye, guys. See you later. Um, <laughs> no, I, I honestly don't have anything else to really to say on it i think i covered everything i wanted to i do want to spend a little bit of time walking through something with you uh regarding next week we could do that here live on the sure so next week we have a really special um episode of the show coming first of all for oh hold on a second um everset says life is not a solo adventure perfect because it's not sorry i did add that in there um it's not. We have a very special episode coming next week. It'll be uh, Saturday, not Sunday. Same time, though. 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, 
We will be doing interviews. Yes. An interview. So once a month, starting next Saturday, we're going to do an interview called Vulnerable Interviews because we want to hear other people's perspectives. This is something we've talked about prior to my hiatus, and now that we, yeah, no, ma'am, you stay right in place. No, ma'am. Nope. You'll hear stay from us, quit. but more importantly, you will hear from one of the most courageous human beings I have ever had the privilege of meeting and talking to in my life. The conversation will be incredibly Dude. difficult, unbelievably so. So much so that I, I genuinely, genuinely wanted to pull out at one point, like, and not, and not do this for a few reasons. Um, but I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the conversation. So next week we'll be interviewing um, our dear friend Kissy Kitten, and um, I think you guys want to be there for it. I think it's an important story to tell. Oh, it it couldn't be more important. It literally could not be any more important. It does have to be discussed. Very much so. Oh, there's everything she said. Those exact words. So. <laughs> Very much so. So, <laughs> I hope you guys can be there for that uh, on all the sides, the Facebook and the Twitches and this and that. And um, also, we're going to continue that series next month. We have a guest lined up. I don't want to say her name yet because we haven't had that pre-interview, but it 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 may. Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. It rhymes with. No. Uh, if they want to say something in chat, they can. Uh, I know it was a, it was a challenge to uh, come forth with the idea, so I want to make sure you're comfortable. And then the following month, pretty sure I can announce this. Mm -hmm. We have uh, Melancholy Blues. We'll be. Interviewing in in November, sorry, in November. So look forward to Vulnerable Interviews, first episode or episode six of this one, whatever you want to call it. I don't know. We'll title it something next week with, uh, again, our dear friend, Casey Kitten. What do you think, buddy? I'm going to push buttons and do things. We need to push buttons. I was just about to say, we, we need to find ourselves a target. target. Let's do that. We'll do that live. As we go through, All right? Because we're, yes. we're professionals. We do everything live. Even when we have sound <laughs> issues and video issues, we do everything live. No there is way. no To our other podcast way. community, this is where I'm going to say goodbye to you guys. Thank you so much for being here. As always, if you have any anything to say to us, any feedback at all, please, please, please feel free uh, and email us at um, vulnerablepodcast2 at gmail.com vulnerable podcast to at gmail.com and i will also that'll be on the trailer too so you'll you'll um you'll have that there as well and um take care and then here we go all right so be well take care of yourself and each other thank you for coming to chris and russ's podcast we are so happy that you could join us take care of yourselves be good to your hearts and have a good evening